The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to a special Video Games to the Max E3 edition where we are discussing everything that happened at the Ubisoft E3 press conference that just ended about five minutes ago. And I am your host Sean Garman here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Yo. Wes Harrington. Yellow. And Robert Taylor joining us again. Hey. And uh, Randy is not here. We do not know why. We'll have to. Hopefully, he shows up for the Sony one. But uh, all right. So this one was pretty hot and heavy. They did not stop showing us games, which I always appreciate. They started off with the worst kept secret in gaming: the Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom battle thing. Yep. And then they revealed it is a strategy game. So that's surprising. I think a lot of people thought it would be an RPG. They did have Miyamoto out there talking about it with uh, his plastic gun, along with uh, Eves as well talking uh, with him. They showed some gameplay of the, the, the strategy stuff, which looked cool. And what y'all think? Yeah, uh, that was that was that was interesting. I mean, we, we, we knew we knew something was coming to this in, in this vein because the the, the the artwork leaked. But I don't think very many people legitimately had tactics game in the betting pool. I mean, I was throwing it out there as a joke, and then it actually friggin' happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wes kept yeah Wes kept saying XCOM. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited. As a uh, Switch owner, Robert, how do you feel? Uh, I'm excited. Looks fun. I mean, it looks like, like you said, XCOM also has a little styling like Worms almost, obviously without the, uh, the huge towers to destroy. But I'm, I'm a fan of those types of games, games, and especially with using the Mario property with Rabbids, I'm, it's... Like I can see a lot of good times on the uh, on the switch with with friends, so I hope it's for with friends as well. I mean, I'm not sure. I, I the way the switch is designed, I'd imagine that there was going to be some kind of friends gameplay in that. That seems to be missing a lot of the boat. If you can't have up to four friends controlling the four different characters, yeah, or even eight if they want to let you link up to switches or whatever and control the other or even, rabbits. Or, yeah, or even versus, you know, like that's that's what I'm hoping for. A little Mario Party action yeah. there. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, looks good. I don't know quite how to link it up. Like, I don't think Mario Party is a good comparison. Um, but, yeah, as long as you can like, mix and match party members and they all have like different abilities, that'd be good. 
Yeah, I mean, you, I think that's sort of what they're trying to go for is just each one has their own thing. You can work as a team to get through the the level. So they need to they need to bring back Boshi. I'm totally blanking on. He was the evil uh, Yoshi from Mario RPG. Oh God! Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> Do it. Yep, that'd be that'd be interesting. <laughs> so, Sorry, uh, I, then... I just I just I just spotted something about the next the next game we're gonna be talking about that needs to be brought up because I want to hear some reactions. So yeah, the uh, Assassin's Creed Origins they showed some Egypt, and they're showing gameplay right now as we're doing the podcast, which obviously. And it looks to watch amazing. Your leisure. He's uh, yes. swimming underwater at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I gotta, I gotta say though, I'm, I'm a little nonplussed. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying they should have showed the entire 30 minutes of the conference and pulled an EA, but that what they did was they showed it over the shoulder of a really dark computer monitor outside, and then went, "You can watch the actual gameplay later." And I'm like, "That's one of your flagship releases, there, guys." You know. Granted, the rest of the show made up for it, but it was still kind of a weird misstep to, for, for me to see that. Don't get me wrong, I'm still I'm still actually kind of excited to see what they do, and I need to get around to playing any Assassin's Creed game. But was anybody else nonplussed by that and still nonplussed by it? It seemed like a bad decision, but it's Ubisoft, so there are a lot of, a lot of like five per press conference. Yep. So speak, <laughs> speaking of interesting decisions regarding Assassin's Creed Origins... It has just been brought to my attention that they have a, a very limited edition of Assassin's Creed Origins called Assassin's Creed Origins Dawn of the Creed Legendary Edition that costs $799.99. What the fuck? I, I mean, I heard they had to, like they were getting a special edition. Jesus. They must have okay. some kind of figure or something. In there. Yeah. Better, so, better come with an actual pyramid. <laughs> the Assassin's Creed Origins Dawn of the Creed Legendary Edition includes the Gold Steelbook Edition of the game, Season Pass, 28.7-inch Bayek statue. Oh, okay, well, that would be why. That's an almost three-foot statue. World Map, four lithographs, the soundtrack, an art book, art cards, and Bayek's Eagle Amulet. So, a prop as well. So, yeah, uh, that would be why it's $800, I guess. <laughs> yeah, damn. Holy 28 shit. 28-inch... 28.7 inch tall. Jeez. Yeah, I, I guess, but Jesus, man, just put that towards an Xbox. Right? Uh, only 200 units sold in North America, so there are 200 of these things. Good. You know what? If sold. you have that kind of money to spend, God bless you. Ask for a review copy so I can look at the statue. There is no <laughs> way they're going to send us that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that that's a thing. <laughs> I can see I can see Mark. That doesn't the surprise me at all. Looking like uh, Tom Hanks from Big. And then just like <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, it's just a building. <laughs> so they do show uh, him slashing a hippopotamus underwater, and the that he's thoroughly undersized. Yes, he did. And you can get on these little small boats and shoot people with arrows. That's kind of cool. Um, so <laughs> we'll probably be talking about this gameplay as the thing goes on here. So they also showed uh, Crew 2, speaking of ships. Uh, 
There, you can now basically do any kind of vehicle you can almost imagine in Crew 2. Boats, helicopters, small airplanes, uh, ATVs, motorcycles, and cars. That's a lot in one game. Are you controlling them all? Do you let you have? They did not explain at all if you're gonna have be able to have friends control these, or if it's just you go through each one. No, it'll be different anything. disciplines. I mean, how are they gonna, you know, do a boat versus plane versus car like race? Well, I meant like, are you gonna yeah. be able to have like a friend controlling the plane, and then they can go in a yeah. plane race, and then Sean's you go in the car. Yeah, what Sean's talking about, what that trailer kind of made it look like, was like a relay race of sorts where the car would go to a certain point, and then like whoever's in the, the the plane would go in the next part of the race. That's what it looked like, and that would be yeah. pretty fun. They could certainly have that as a mode. Yeah, I mean, most likely it's exactly what Mark said, though. I mean, but having that relay race like that would be pretty cool. I just kind of want to see how they do the stuff that's not the car. Like, how do you do the races with that? and uh, Especially the plane. Like, where your where your markers are. Are they just in the air somewhere? Like, yeah, it'd probably be the rings. Uh, oh, they yeah. Do, oh, they always do uh, plane races. <laughs> I mean, do you, are you guys interested in it more because it has more vehicles or... Not really. I've never been much of a racing kind of guy. Uh, about the only really real racer I really got into was Burnout 3. But, uh, okay, uh, also, I, I, this, I, I know this is not Ubisoft, but uh, E3's official account just said Sony actually starts at 6. So, 5 o'clock must be a pre-show. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, that, that Crew 2 thing just made me think of, like, the whole... Uh, you know, tons of disciplines, master of none, like jack of all trades. Like no one, I don't think any one specific thing will be great because they're trying to throw too much shit at the wall. And I don't think they really tried to make Crew One some great racing game either. It was more about going on a journey or whatever. And this just feels like, hey, we're throwing a lot of stuff at you so you can have fun playing with all these different vehicles, and not so much that. You're gonna love playing with one over the other. Well, it's like steep. They did the same thing with yeah. like the sports stuff or snowboarding. Yeah, it basically could be their their vehicle version of steep, which that didn't work out well. <laughs> well, it did well enough for them to get an Olympics version. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, because the only other Olympics game is Mario and, and Sonic in the Olympics, <laughs> and that one does more than snowboarding and skiing. So. Uh, that one kind of has a beat there because this is only stuff that has to do with the snow. It, I mean, there's a lot of people that love having the official Olympics or whatever game, so I'm sure that will appeal to them. Uh, but I don't know. It's Steve wasn't. I don't know. You played it a little bit, right, Mark? I just played the beta. It was, it was fine, but it had no personality. So, I mean, I mean that, that sums up the Olympics pretty well also, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's Damn. Right. Wow. 
Take that, Olympics. You have no personality. Unless you're talking about the sex that the athletes are having. One of the two. (laughs) 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 So, they showed this uh, Spectrovision with Elijah Wood talking. (laughs) Yeah, that's the name of the company. And uh, uh, the, the, the game is apparently this VR experience called Transference. Yes. Uh, it's I, just the return of Virtual Boy. That's, that's all. Yeah, I, <laughs> With I, color? I still, don't know. I still yeah. don't know what to think about that, that, that uh, reveal. That was, that was weird. Well, they I'm not sure how it. that's going to work out. They just showed celebrities. Was it that Darwin <laughs> game weird or not as weird? Well, they, showed tr- they at least showed gameplay of that. Yeah, they at least yeah. showed gameplay of the Darwin thing, the, <laughs> as execrable as it was. But <laughs> this was just, yeah, this is the thing that's happening with a whole bunch of like video, uh, you know, artful video glitches and you know, stuff made to, ma- meant to make you feel off balance. But there was no actual, you know, experience of it. I guess I'm gonna say. No, yeah, they didn't say anything. It was more about oh, here's these celebrities. We're doing a game, comes out 2018 at some point, and it's in VR. Get excited. Not really, but maybe we'll find out more, I guess, from people playing it or doing something with it at the in interviews. Surprise, uh, stay tuned, the video game. Well, uh, you did get uh, speak, you know, you have some more ship gameplay with uh, Skull and Bones. The tactical action pirate game, which it seemed like there was only now, – now, we don't know because the only thing we really got to see of them not just running – you know, uh, navigating ships and shooting other ships is a small cutscene where they have you board the ship and then it just says that, oh, boarding was successful. Um, but if it is like a strategy game, that sort of would be – DMO of that, like you don't actually get to see that happen. It's more of like it tells you, oh, you were successful or not. And then uh, yeah. we don't know if you get to go on the on an actual island and storm it or anything like that either. But I know you guys were kind of excited about it. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was a fan. <laughs> uh, if. if like I said, uh, like I said during the conference, even though nobody heard me because tech issues. <clears throat> God damn it. Uh, um, anyway, sorry. Um, it, it, they did come out and say pre-alpha footage. So uh, we'll see uh, if, if they kind of add some more mechanics to it besides just the ship fighting. But even then, the ship fighting looked interesting. So, I, I'm definitely on board with this game. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm ready I'm ready for this. <laughs> uh, it looks like Black Flag with more numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, that's not a bad thing at all. No. I mean, I'm okay with it. Like When, when watching the, the, the press conference, I was questioning, just like you were, Sean, about it being automatic, but I mean, the more I think about it, it's probably for the best. Uh, if I remember correctly, Sid Meier's Pirates, which I mentioned yesterday, I was a big fan of. They didn't, you didn't really do the actual fighting either. You just had to get the numbers, even when it came to ransacking the towns, and that was fine. So if if, if this game is anything like that one, just better, then I'm I'm totally on board with it. 
I mean, was there something in Sinmai's Pirates you didn't like that maybe hopefully this game fixes, or...? It's just old. Yeah. No. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just a decade and a half old. Ah, well, yeah. You can, having an updated <laughs> I mean, version of that... This could bad. be like a spiritual successor, for all I know, and that's fine. Well, you be, uh, Randy gave his grade. Ubisoft yep. 8 out of 10. So, at least we know he's alive. Yep. So, uh... <laughs> No, he's he's got the uh, he's got the baby today, so yeah, I'm no, sure he yeah. had to yeah. tend to her. Oh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that was all that was. He he actually mentioned when I was trying to get everybody together before the stream. He actually mentioned he didn't know how long Eddie was going to stay down because he he he, uh, he he had tried to time it out so this you know it would work, but he was like, yeah, it's you know it's a several month old kid. It's not you know right, nothing right. goes to plan. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, we can plan. It works out better with the Sony conference. Yeah, but uh, seen that impaling. Yeah, ouch. Look pretty cool. Yeah. They they showed a big map earlier too, so that seems like that's a lot of land that you're you might cover in this game. Uh, they they showed uh, Just Dance. We know what that is. It, yeah, and I, they highlighted the press conference. <laughs> they pretty much told you that you know what that is, too, because it's still coming out for the old generation consoles. And, I mean, I guess why not until it doesn't sell, right? Uh, and you get uh, some South Park Fractured But Whole stuff. Yes. <laughs> I love you, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had to say that. Too bad we didn't tell this joke on the stream. Yeah, yeah, it's going to you now. So if you listened to, because this the, the setup for this did actually happen on the podcast. If you <laughs> if you listen to uh, 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 yesterday's reaction conference for uh, Bethesda, uh, there's or no, it was did it happen during Bethesda or during the Xbox reaction? What? Anyway, one of those two. Um, Xbox. Yeah. Uh, uh, Randy took offense at the fact that uh, we had graded uh, the Xbox conference a little lower than he did, and he wanted to know what personally we would have liked to have seen to make it a great conference. Well, he just rated the Ubisoft conference 8 out of 10, and Mr. Robert Taylor threw his Mr. Isabel's words right back in his face. (laughs) (laughs) So, well played, Mr. Taylor. Good job. Thank you. you. I would have spoken it, but it wouldn't seem right with him not on the yeah. yeah. On the chat. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's great. Now, watch him not explain anything until we're done with this. We can't keep going with the joke. So, uh, Fractured so Butthole looks. Yeah, South Park. There's two South Park games. One is called Phone Destroyer. Literally called Phone Destroyer. Where. I guess they're going to say so many terrible things at you that you're going to want to destroy your phone. Uh, it That looks fun for what it is. You, basically, you have a class, I guess, and you represent that yeah, class. Yeah, it looks like uh, – we're talking about Phone Destroyer, right? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It looks, it looks like it could just be some more turn-based com- uh, combat, just like the uh, South Park games, just on the phone. Just has nothing to do with the uh, the game, but it's just kind of in the same style. Just mobile, which is cool. 
I'm fine with that. I'll probably pick it up. Uh, Fracture But Whole got an October 17th release date, correct? So that means yeah. it comes out the same week of uh, Shadows of War right now. Oh, Jesus. And several other things. I think there was something else that came out that day. Um, well, no, Assassin's Creed comes out like 10 days later. Well, no, uh, Evil Within 2 also comes out on the 13th. Oh, so, Jesus. Talk about three games that come out in the same week. Woo! Man. Uh, so, you also have... Uh, what After this, they had the... Um, oh! The Starlink Battle of Atlantis. Which yeah, that was... is... Is multi-platform and it has physical toys. Uh, they're also available digitally, so you don't have to buy the toys. I wonder if there's going to be a discount. Uh, I imagine not, because I'm sure if you try to tell Toys R Us that you're going to stock them with these toys, then you're going to tell them, oh, if you don't buy the actual physical thing, you get to save five dollars. Nobody's going to buy the physical thing. But uh, I'd love it if they did do that, so that you know. We're not having to pay for something that we're not really getting the physical version of. But I, I know you guys were saying it's kind of dumb to have that there. But it looked cool. I thought, no, I thought it looked dumb they had to like mount it to your controller. <laughs> yeah, that that is a bit of a, a, a yeah. bit of an interesting proposition. I think there. it's better than having to pay for a portal and paying ten bucks extra for that thing. This is also a valid point. I'm just wondering if it just if it sticks on the controller throughout the entire game, or like while you're playing, or if you just you have to plug it in just to load it, and then you can just pull it out. Otherwise, that's just that's so going to be so uncomfortable. If it's like Skylanders, I'd imagine it's there the whole time. But they could understand that that's going to get uncomfortable with some people, and just go, okay, it just has to read it, and then you can take it off. But yeah, it could be like the Amiibo where you just read it and take it off. So, uh, maybe. But I, I don't know. I'm interested just to see what it is. Of course, the how, what those things cost is going to be very important. The game's going to be $19.99, and they're going to cost $39.99. You think they cost more than the Skylanders do? They're pretty big, man. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. It's trying to charge twenty bucks a pop for those things. I can't imagine people are gonna pay yeah, that. Mark, the market's on. already dead for that stuff anyway. It's like so. Yeah, because the Skylanders is taking a year off, right? Because of that. Well, some unknown property that's like pretty, a pretty niche title, as opposed to like Amiibo or Lego. Like no, no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially when Disney didn't even pan out with that same type of thing. Yeah, I think Disney just didn't want to keep putting money out there for that. They felt like it wasn't getting them enough on their return. If they were Activision, they would have kept it going, probably. Uh, yeah, and then... Well, if they were Activision, they just make the same game over and over again every year. To be fair, at least they changed the theme around with Skylanders. <laughs> True. Uh, and, I, and I like the fact that you can like create your own... From the one from this year, so or last year, whatever. Um, then they showed the steep expansion we already talked about. Uh, Far Cry Five. You got to see a bunch of different vehicles and more, just 
of the world itself. The dude smacking the lady until blood came out. That was kind of crazy. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. for that game. Yeah, it, it, it definitely looks like more Far, far Cry. Um, we'll see. We'll see. You know what what innovations they bring to it. it you know, it, it, unless it's a third game of Radio Towers, which would kind of suck. But <laughs> yeah. Well, well, at least for that, it makes sense as opposed to like within the crew. Are you driving up to satellite dishes? Like that didn't that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, that was when the, they were just sticking that same mechanic in like every single game that they own. So nobody here has a problem with the setting or the theme or whatever. I just wanted to bring that so no you know, somebody oh, did. Attacking my Christianity, duh. No, it's, yeah, I have no problem with it. And anybody, anybody that does have a problem with it, really needs to go back to their safe space. Honestly, it's it's a video game. Yeah, I mean GTA has been being controversial for years now. I mean, get on the boat. Filing a petition is not going to make Ubisoft change what they're doing with that game. It's well, yeah, their whole big deal was like they they feel like it's an attack on Christianity. That's what their main thing has been. It's like. Yeah, showing all the Christians are hicks and rednecks and murderers and all that. It's like, man, it's a cult. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cult. That's also, that's also true. <laughs> Jeez. Ouch. <laughs> Send all the hate there, mail but... to Mark Morrison. <laughs> oh. He will just let it sit there and not read it. Exactly. So... <laughs> so... Glad then they end it with a huge surprise of Beyond Good and Evil 2. CG trailer. Uh, even though it's called Beyond Good and Evil 2, perhaps they change the name later. It's actually a prequel to the first game uh, before Jade exists. And it basically sets up the whole world and why it's like that. And uh, I forgot the pig's name, but he's very vulgar in this compared to the first game. So... <laughs> I mean, uh, I've been waiting for this game for 15 years, so I am excited that this happened. Anybody else uh, happy about Beyond Good and Evil 2? Yeah, you know, again, uh, I've heard great things about the original. I've never gotten around to playing it. I'm probably going to have to fix that in the future now, too. Um, But (laughs) I... I, um, I, I still love the reaction uh, in the Twitch community to this, uh, specifically revolving around one person. Uh, if you want to, good, but um, <laughs> it was it, it was it was a pretty nice reaction. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that much. I don't think we want to go into the story on on the show, but uh, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, looked looked good. Um, now the only thing I'm concerned about though is. We've been down this road before because they teased Beyond Good and Evil two a while ago. I can't remember when exactly that that, that first teaser came out, and now they've teased it again. Eight. Yeah, and guess what? We did not see anywhere in that trailer. Release what? date. A yeah. release date. A release window of any kind whatsoever. I don't think you end your entire show and make a big deal about it if you don't have plans for that to come out. So, yeah, but look at past E3 blunders like Scalebound or Phantom Dust or half a dozen other crap. 
last uh, but, but this is Ubisoft. <laughs> Other than Wild, that seems to become the new Beyond Good and Evil, where that's just disappeared. Uh, you know, it, everything else usually comes out. I mean, the thing okay. Is, so, sorry, bre- breaking news related to the Ubisoft conference. Grant Kirkhope is writing the music for Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Cool. Now you have my attention even further, Ubisoft. <laughs> well, I'm. By the way, I think I'm that pig's that. name was Page. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Page. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I think Ubisoft rocked it. They showed everything. They surprised you. They showed some new stuff. I mean, I was a little disappointed we didn't get any actual gameplay from uh, Fractured But Whole. Like any gameplay footage, especially for a game that's coming out in October. I mean, well, I'm sure non- it's going to play exactly like uh, Stick of Truth. Well, they no, showed it before, it right? Yeah, they showed gameplay before, and it doesn't play like Stick of Truth. No? I, I must have missed that then myself. Like, you move around the battlefield a lot more. Okay. I must have looked that up. I think I missed that then. So, more action the RPG than turn-based. Which, that's fine. Everybody seems to be moving away from that. But, uh, yeah. Um, seems like pirates are, are making a comeback here. Even though Disney keeps getting it wrong with the Caribbean part. But, you know, you get uh, Sea of Thieves. You got Skull and Bones. You got uh, Assassin's Creed doing a little bit of it. So, How dare you trash Johnny Depp and his many, many bracelets. <laughs> I didn't say Johnny Depp. Was it... <laughs> I thought it was weird there was no Splinter Cell. Uh, yeah, I know. I think they didn't want to, like... I think not having a Tom Clancy game, period, is just... is weird. Uh, yeah, nothing no about C- the Division. Yeah, no Division, no Siege news, nothing. Uh, I think if you... What was the, uh, the, the last Splinter Cell? Was it Blacklist or Conviction? Conviction? Oh. How'd that sell? It didn't do well. That's why they kind of canceled the, or put the franchise on hiatus, but it's, that was also four years ago. True. Oh, it's only been four years? I thought it's longer than that. I think four or five. I mean, you can check, but... Maybe, uh... They're just waiting for that right time. Yeah, 2013, so four years. Well, yeah. maybe next year. Five-year anniversary. <laughs> uh... But yeah, so what are y'all gonna are y'all gonna join Randy in the eight out of ten, or is it higher or lower? On principle, I kind of want to give it a different score. (laughs) (laughs) You can do point fives, so. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and speaking of point five, I'm gonna say seven point five because I mean yes, there were a few games there that looked entertaining. Like, uh, we, we saw uh, Mario plus Rabbids, okay. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, okay. Um, um, Skull and Bones looks amazing. I, I'm a little leery about that 2018 release date. Beyond Good and Evil 2, of course. But again, with no release date on a game that was already teased almost 10 years ago and then fell into the ether. You know, <laughs> I'm like, eh. So yeah, there, there's a bunch of good-looking stuff there. We'll see if it comes out into actual, you know, into actually existing, which is the only reason why I'm not going higher. 
know? Yeah. I'd probably give it an eight. Like they had some misfires, but compared to past Ubisoft press conferences, it was a lot better. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I would give it. An, I'd, I'd actually go with an eight point five, just because I think Beyond Good and Evil Two, actually getting a trailer, had me super excited. Uh, whether or not it comes out in twenty eighteen, like advertised, I'm just going to judge it on this conference happening that happened and uh, also make it a little different of a score that way Randy and I can go back and forth again <laughs> actually I'm going to go with uh, I gave Xbox a 7 I'm going to give this an 8 um, I think uh, the the Mario Rabbids surprise of being a strategy game is kind of interesting I want to see more of that um, I want to you know the crew 2 having stuff again I want to see if it's actually good to be able to play with all those different vehicles or is it just kind of myth for all of them you know assassin's creed is what it is you got gameplay even though it's outside of the conference they did promise it i think they did that better uh than ea where they had you sit there for 30 minutes watching something they got old after about 10 minutes of it and uh you know the 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 pirates thing the the Starlink thing, I'm kind of excited just to see what what you do in that game aside from the uh, you know toy aspect of it, and uh, of course Beyond Good and Evil 2 getting a trailer being shown, uh, that's awesome. And they and they did a good job of like sort of keeping that under wraps because um, I think you know the the joke that uh, West made he wasn't the only one. There was quite a few people that said, oh no, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is a myth at this point. It's not happening. And there they go. They they totally prove you wrong, at least for right now. So, uh, yeah. So that's our thoughts on Ubisoft's E3 2017 press conference. Of course, uh, you can check out the rest of our thoughts on all the other press conferences that have aired uh, on our, however you miss, listen to podcasts, on the Video Games to the Max uh, stream. So you can subscribe to that and listen to them all. And we'll, of course, be back for the Sony press conference and then we'll wrap it up with Nintendo on uh, Tuesday afternoon. And then, of course, we'll have some kind of wrap-up show either Wednesday or Thursday. So uh, we're not done yet. We've uh, done all these. Of course, you can also check out the, the live uh, our live thoughts if you want to watch the conference again. Or you haven't watched it at all and you want to watch it with us, uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash backlogbusting or just go on the website, www.twinnet.com. It'll be there as well on YouTube, so, alright guys, I think uh, we're done here, and until it's time for Sony, see you later everybody. See, see you in a couple hours. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.